Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. I say this every week. It's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. If you have a gift or a passion, I always tell people to lead with your gifts. And don't let your age, friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My interviews include celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and people I like to call decision makers. My next guest is Christina Million. She's a budding, as they say, budding multimedia talent and enterprises in music, fashion, food. You know, she just opened a beignet box and restaurant in, uh, in April in Los Angeles, Studio City. I'm very familiar with Los Angeles. Uh, she's a star in television and film. Uh, she was recently seen in two other film projects on Netflix, the hit romantic comedy movie Falling in Love and the musical drama series Soundtrack. In the new movie, Result to Love, Christina Million plays in inspiring singer, Erica, on a journey to find herself in paradise. The movie's producer is 15-time Grammy Award-winning singer and songwriter Alicia Keys. Christina and I have worked many times together on sitcoms like The WB Sister Sister, Steve Harvey Show, and Christina's first leading role in 2003 with Steve Harvey. Love don't cost a thing. I was there. I saw her. So let's catch up as we discuss her new Netflix film, Result to Love, and discuss her enterprising career because she's multifaceted. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation for the very first time, Christina Million. How you doing? <laughs> That was the best intro. I was having a good time listening. My goodness. Well, first of all, I'm awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, you look fantastic. And um, I, 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 when my wife and I, we saw the movie last night. I would get that out the box straight off, you know, because, uh, you know, romantic comedies, they really, to me, jumped off during the pandemic because we were sitting at home and, and got, a, got a, had a lot of good time. But you seem to have found a niche. But when you find these niches in romantic yeah. comedies, you're always at some beautiful location. And I think your last one's in New Zealand, right? Uh, yes, my last one was New Zealand. This time, I, this time around, I was in this beautiful island called Mauritius, and it's a, it's a south of Africa. It's an island south of Africa, and it's the one of the most gorgeous, most beautiful places I've ever been to. It's paradise. Well, I, it, it came across as paradise, and it really, it really impacted what mm -hmm. I felt was uh, your brand I, at the very top of the movie. I'm not going to give away the movie uh, because, uh, but it, <laughs> the way your career took that backslide was so funny. And but what I what I've learned in watching your growth as an actress, you know, is bit that um, you know you had to do two things in here. You had to show your skill as a singer, and you did an amazing job. And then you had to show different levels as an actress. You had to show uh, you know, a sensitive side, and you had to show a side of uh, I can do better. I believe I can do better. I want to do better. Mm -hmm. And then. When you mm -hmm. had to make a turn or make a decision about yourself emotionally, I think where a lot of people get in these relationships, I've been in these relationships myself, Christina, where I want to mm -hmm. move on, but I can't move on. And let's talk to us about that character mm. and you getting this script, realizing these levels that you have to deal with in the Netflix movie, uh, Result to Love. Yes. 
Absolutely. I mean, there's definitely the different conflicts that she personally has to deal with. Um, it's one of the main things is like a lot of this is all rooted in it comes from the heart. And I feel like, um, you know, with my character, Erica, you know, one of the basis of her character is that she loves music. She has this passion for music and it's been her first love since she was a child. She's willing to sacrifice anything, including her love life, to pursue this music career with the hopes that it would be successful. I understand. I've been in her shoes before and I still understand to this day, um, you know, and it's and, and it really takes like the right person, honestly, to, to actually alter the direction or how that, how that plan or how that idea actually, um, uh, plays out. Um, one thing, like, obviously I get to sing in the movie. Yes. I love that, but I felt like she was a real person and a real person in a situation that is so awkward and so unusual, not unusual. I feel like these days we have so many coincidences that happen in our lives. One, because we have social media, we have computers. I feel like the six degrees of separation have now become two degrees of separation right, these right. days. So yeah. it is possible that you can bump into a whole X from like 20 years ago yes. that was, you know, back then you thought was the love of your life all the way in some Island or just someplace else. And you're just like, have this, this striking feeling of something different of emotion that you might not even expect things like that do happen these days. So, um, I love that she was a real girl who's faced with the conflict. Um, and she doesn't, she doesn't out the gate say like, I'm going to face this conflict and I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to change this. Like she just actually uses her optimism and a little bit of hope to say like, all right, well, I got to do something different. I got to, I got to change something in my life so I can make it better. Um, so, you know, or maybe just like, don't have to think about it. <laughs> and then she's confronted with probably the hardest thing that, you know, she has that, that she's, that she hasn't dealt with yet. So, um, I love all the conflict and I love that, you know, she's able to overcome, um, through the storyline, um, as well as the other characters in the, uh, in the movie as well. Well, you know, they, and they, there are some other fun characters in this, in this movie, cause it yeah. is a comedy. Let's put it in forefront. And I, I want to yes. drift back to when I first met you on sister, sister and, you know, Steve Harvey, I was managing Steve Harvey at the time. And, and when we did, uh, you know, love don't cost a thing, which, uh, you know, you had a lot of questions, you know, cause you was really entering, you was very young. And you still look you look fantastic mm -hmm. now. You look fantastic now. Oh, you still look very young, by the way. And so, and so, <laughs> thank you. How, how, in making that growth as an actress, because that's what we're talking about now. Because I, I saw such mm -hmm. a natural-looking individual on my screen watching you. When, what, what point did it became okay? I can do this, you know, because you, you want to do it. That's when when you were doing such such a sitcom, you wanted yes. to do it. At what point you say? I, I can do this. And then what point you say I can make it as a career. And that's what shows so fantastic on the Netflix movie, ready result to love. Well, I think when I knew I could do this is when the opportunity started to become more relevant for, for actresses and for women like myself, mm -hmm. um, especially when most roles in movies were like leading male roles. Right. Um, when the opportunity came for love don't cost a thing, that was my first lead role. I, ever had the opportunity to even have or to become a part of. It was my first offer for a film. I never I didn't even have to audition for it, which was a shock for me. I never experienced an offer on a movie or greenlighting a movie as well for a network uh, like Warner Brothers. Prior to that, I mean, 
my career was based off of just hustling so hard and working and auditioning just to be girl number one or girl number two and right. sister, sister, or, uh, you know, that, you know, girl number four in the Steve Harvey show, you know, <laughs> but I knew at some point uh, there's some way, you know, I was going to make it. I just had to work really hard because us as a people, um, you know, the opportunities were few and far apart, but I knew it was possible and I believed in myself. So, um, the, the, when I really knew I could do this and that I could be a lead actress was love don't cost a thing. When they gave me that opportunity without even questioning, that was like, I was really in shock and awe with the fact that they gave me this type of opportunity. And the fact that uh, Warner brothers said, yes, we we're greenlighting this film based off of her persona and who she is and off of this script. No audition, no this, no that. But we know she's got a good history. She, she's got a good reputation. Mm-hmm. We know she's got followers as far as like a fan base. And, uh, and you know, with put, put it together with a great director, then, you know, she, she'll be all good. And so when I did that movie and I worked together with uh, Nick Cannon and that movie came out and people saw the movie and they felt how natural my, um, my acting was for my character and Paris Morgan. And I actually got to see it on film. You know, it's one of those things you get nervous, you do it. Right. And then you're like, when I see this, what am I going to think? Right. And I was really proud of my work when I saw it for the first time. Like I really had a real whole acting role. Right. <laughs> it was cool. It was more than just two lines. <laughs> well, it, it, it was more than two uh, lines. So it went from that to a whole movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the beauty of this conversation that I'm having with Christina is about a career, a career that's a, that is an amazing journey because I've been able to watch it. We've all been able to watch it. And, and, and we all know there are ups and downs, like, you know, your singing career, you like, like in the movie, you yeah. lost your deal. Yes, and just like in the movie. wasn't as funny as in the movie, of course. The movie was hysterical. How that 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 singing opportunity went away, but in the in the process yeah. of playing an aspiring singer, you really got to sing in this movie. Oh yeah, I did, I did, I did. And, you know, with Alicia Keys being a producer, you know, at implementing you know those elements of music. There's like six different songs I sing in the movie. Um, was was something that was exciting for me because I got to get in the studio again yes. and um, I had to show what Erica like has been, you know, working her butt off for and what, what, what she, what she does for a living. And so I was really happy to play her character and play her role because technically I was fulfilling this void of like, I miss being in the studio and I miss <laughs> putting out music and pe- people hearing my songs. So now I get to uh, marry the two, my acting and my singing together in this movie. And of course you add some part and some romance and some comedy and it's just all feels good. So, uh, yeah, that made me happy. I got to sing in this. Well, you know, the fun part about the movie Result to Love, that's on Netflix, uh, to be on Netflix this morning, it stars uh, Christina Milian, very talented singer, entrepreneur, actress who, who and, and, you know, singing. And then this is, this is a little physical comedy in this as well. Okay. And then also just traditional mm-hmm. comedy. And it is also a romantic theme. And it's kind of the two, two romantic mm-hmm. things that are happening. I'm not giving away the movie, but there are two. But she plays it all the way to the they, they threw me off because I didn't know where she was going to go. I'm just let you know. That was some good acting. Because I didn't know if she saw what my right. wife and I saw. Because we saw what she's supposed to have went. But she was playing us with her good acting. So so when you get these parallel uh, emotions that you have to play out, then you have to be this really good singer. And I'm going to just tell everybody, because she does the singing so well, it wasn't a denial of her ability that she was in a location and she was just like down on her luck. 
And she shouldn't be there because she was so good at what she did when she sung in the movie. So talk about that physical oh. comedy. Talk about that parallel emotion, emotional run that you have in there and dealing with pulling all this together for a great movie that you're doing on Netflix. Uh, you know, I say overall, I think it's, you know, I love to entertain the people. Uh, the physical, the physical element of comedy, I love watching others yes. do the physical element of comedy. A lot of male actors do that. A lot of classic, um, like, uh, Saturday Night Live actresses <laughs> do that from like the early beginnings to like, you know, there's, there's, there's typical rom-com and you could just play it safe and you could mm. just tell a story mm. or you could have fun doing it. Yes. And I love to laugh my butt off. I want to cry, laugh, laughter, tears. I want to cry sometimes. I want to experience it all. And if, um, if it sometimes it means going out of the box and not being afraid to like alter who you are in your own persona, mm -hmm. um, I think it's important as an actor to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, you want to, you want to bring the highs and the lows. Right. Um, being on, uh, yeah, absolutely. So the physical element of comedy, I really enjoy doing. And I learned a lot of that even from my last director, Roger Campbell, on um, Falling in Love. Because he was a really fun director. And he really, like, he showed me, he, he showed me a couple moments by other um, great comedians to, like, implement into my last movie. He was like, check this out. And he's like, do your own thing to it, but this should inspire you. And since then, I've just been just unafraid and fearless about just being out of my shell and right. having fun. And if they like it, they do. If they don't, then cut it out, cut it out and I'll do something else. It's fine. But at least I tried. That's what I, that was the thing I wanted to do. Um, and then, um, oh, what was the other question? It's about sorry. that romance. She was carrying dual emotions throughout the movie that, oh. that kind of like mm -hmm. fool your boy here because I thought you had missed the, the right person. In fact, there was one moment my wife screamed at the TV when you thought she was about to do something with your ex-fiance. She said, no! So really, you did a great job. So talk about that whole run there because that's, I'm telling you something, Christina, oh, I'm not man. just talking about and just trying to throw some shine on you because it's a good interview. I'm just letting you know Wow, girl, you got it. And it's a blessing to see uh -oh. from 2003 and just to sit down in my home and see you on the screen again, leading a movie. You are the star of this movie. And that carries a lot of weight. Thank you. And to see you carry these lines and bring credibility to it and then throw a mislead on your boy is, is a testament to where you are at in your life. <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted to find out. How were you able to do that? I want I, I I love that it's unpredictable, and I think that's important because we can watch a lot of romantic comedies and know exactly. I watch them sometimes, and I'm like, I know it's going to happen. This is going to happen, and that's yes. going to happen next. And blah blah blah. This is the story. Maybe because I've done them so many times, or maybe because I've watched them so many times. <laughs> but I like the the factor of being unpredictable. And in this case, you know, you've got two brothers. You've also got another woman. There's a, like a quadruple kind of love triangle that's yes. happening here. Wait, not a quadruple quadruple it's not even a triangle a love quadruplet <laughs> there you go something like that that's happening between four people that that sounds really kind of crazy but um most important between her and the two guys that she's like she could either go backwards or she can move forward but she's still at the end of the day needs closure and i think it's important that she's trying to figure out what that closure is um of course hope hoping not to break a happy home but maybe her happy home is with her ex-fiance we don't know um but it's it's 
that's where she needs to explore and to find out. And uh, sometimes we don't have those answers. We have to figure it out ourselves. So, well, you you you, uh, do you just always hope that young lady. you don't break too many hearts in and, the process. And you, I'm <laughs> proud that you was able to, to, to like I said, we see these movies, you track them out, you know what's going to happen. But uh, again, the overall cast was fantastic. Good looking people, by the way, you know. Yeah. Uh, exceptionally yes. funny. Yes, Jay Farrow, Cinqua Walls. And, uh, and so let's talk about, let's shift gears a little bit because this is money-making conversations and, you know, you are an entrepreneur okay. and uh, the pandemic came out mm-hmm. last year. It's still going on right now. I shouldn't say it came out because we're still dealing with the issues now of COVID-19 and you opened a restaurant this year, Beignet Box. Now, Beignets, if you don't know what Beignets is, I'm from Houston, Texas, so I'm very familiar with the Beignets. And then your business oh, yeah. partner has Louisiana roots. So talk about going into the yeah. restaurant business and why did you go in business with this particular partner? Give us some history. Um, so my best friend and I, we used to live together. We were roommates. And uh, she and I both have just very entrepreneurial kind of attitudes. And, and just like when we love something, we're very passionate about it. We 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 study it. We know the details of it. We strategize everything mm-hmm. um, before we actually pursue it. And, um, and then after that, it's about the pursuit of making it succeed. So we watched each other pursue our own little businesses and things throughout the years. And when we were roommating, we said, you know, Sunday, we got to do something together. We need to create a business. It's two women. This is, it's got to be based on where we live. We live in studio city, California. We know friends here, people, we, we have to do something what we know our friends will become a part of and help us to help it grow. So we were like, let's do bakery. Let's do this. Let's do that. And one day she had a foundation in um, Louisiana where we would rebuild homes from Hurricane Katrina. Mm. And um, we were out there and we would go get beignets. And it was us with all our girlfriends. And we're eating beignets and we're going back for more beignets. And then we were like, hold on. We need to bring beignets to L.A. What are we doing? We're tripping. And so we started to really not only because we love beignets, we started to figure out what the business of it, what, you know, what the price, you know, what it costs, this, that, you know, what, what it costs to actually start up the business, how much you would make in the end, how much, you know, all the money that goes out, what, what, how do we want to be a brand or do we just want to be one, you know, one location? You know, the idea is to overall become a, a, uh, a large brand. We want to be, franchise. um, we want to be posted everywhere, to be honest with you. And we started it over two years ago. Um, we started with, you know, we got our trademark done. We figured out our recipe. We launched in LSU Stadium. We had just a big old fryer, uh, <laughs> you know, big old pot wow. with oil in it. Uh-huh. And, the, the you know, the gas, you know, mm-hmm. the little yes. gas thing on the side. And my friend's family was serving it to people there. And then we decided to do a food truck. So we did a food truck two, uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. And since then, now I've opened the store. In the Studio City, we have a kiosk in Glen. We have another truck that's also in Louisiana. And that's all happened in two years. So I feel very fortunate. Um, sooner or later, we'll be franchising. Uh, but right now, we're re- really just making sure quality control, that we have the best um, you know, quality, and that we're giving our very best before we actually uh, franchise out. Now, uh, now, are you just doing beignets? Are you doing sandwiches? you doing other pastries? Can you give no, us a little history? we stick to one thing that we're good at. It's powdered beignets. Wow. Powdered sugar beignets. Just like and New coffee. Orleans. And sometimes it's best to stick to one thing and be great at it rather mm-hmm. than uh than you know having your hands in everything. 
Well, that I, I love that. I love the whole concept. But the, the the fact that you, like you said, you did like you said a budget. Uh, you got your trademark. You did the yes. by quality control. And so that's the the business side of you. Is uh, is that eventually going to become a dominant side of your career, or the love of music, the love of acting, and you just balancing it out? And of course, being a family. You're your mom. Yeah. You know, all that's part. That's a huge balance for you all across the board. So where do we stand now yeah. moving forward in 2021? Uh, 20, from from 20, 2021 going forward, it's pretty much going to stay about the same. There I you mean, go. To me, it's an equal balance. I think my career also helps um, helps highlight my entrepreneurial side as well as it goes the other way around. Um, so it's more about like what else is going to happen there from you that. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even on the film and the entertainment side, I mean, who knows? I might direct more, I might produce more. And not might, I know that's the plan and that's what I will do eventually. Mm-hmm. But right now, my focus is my uh, to entertain and also to, to really grow this brand. And um, it's going very well. And I, I, I I think uh, I don't I, I don't know myself to stop doing one thing over the other for sure, especially when it comes to entertainment. I think I'll always be doing it for my whole life. Cool. From Love Don't Cost a Thing with Steve Harvey to Resort to Love on Netflix. She's a star. She's a beast in a good way. That's a positive statement. I appreciate you coming on Money Making Conversation, Christina Million. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, too. Appreciate you. Thank you. If you want to see any interview or hear my interviews on Money Making Conversation, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host.